0: Welcome to the podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Time with James Sweetman. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going slightly more businessy with the topic this week because I know many of my loyal listeners are self-employed or small business owners, solopreneurs to use that modern term. As someone myself who's been in business for almost 20 years, uh, I rode out the the lean years when I was starting off and then the recession, which is, what, 10, 12 years ago now. Uh, And I know that you have to work on your business, not just in your business. And that's something that I've been endeavouring to do over the last few months of this, I suppose, imposed COVID semi-sabbatical, as it were. So if you're someone who's seeking to grow your own business, create a business, keep your business going, or maybe even to, to feel more authentic in your working life, uh, well then this episode is for you. And the focus I'm taking is all around the phrase adding value. Now, we've heard that, you know, it might be in the context of securing business from a potential client or justifying increasing your fees, raising your profile, expanding or changing a product range or service offering. You know, it's all about looking for new ways of adding value. You know, if we think of large organizations, you know, employees are remunerated by their employers commensurate to the value they are adding in that company. And as a business owner, we're rewarded commensurate to the value we're adding to our customers or clients' lives. So, the way I see it, you know, if you're looking to grow your business or to earn more, uh, to stay afloat almost, uh, you have, you're having to seek new ways of adding more value to the lives of the people, the customers that you serve. Now, you know me, I love playing with words. Uh, And in the past, I've used the actual word value as an acronym, a way to give us some pointers, some ideas as to how to go about adding value to our customer offering. In this week's episode, I'm just playing with the first initial of the word value. So V, Now, can you believe V, not one of the most common letters in the alphabet, that I've actually come up with eight ideas, eight words that for me are relevant when it comes to adding value. And we'll go through each of them. They all give us a new or a different angle into the concept of adding value. And those words are visibility, vulnerability, voice, vision, values, victories, visualization, and vibration. So let's get stuck in. We'll tackle these in pairs or in threes, uh, rather than spreading it out too much. So the first two are visibility and vulnerability. In the dictionary, the word ability precedes the word visibility. But for me, in business, visibility has to come first. It doesn't matter how skilled or able or capable you are, unless people know who you are and where to find you, you never get the opportunity to shine or to grow your business. You know, Whether you're creating a profile on social media or attending a networking event back when we could attend them or promoting your services in the media, uh, most of us are hesitant about putting ourselves out there. So what stops us? One of the quotes that I've used many times in different workshops, I think I've come up with it myself somewhere, is that we all run the gamut between waiting to be found and waiting to be found out. You know, and there are a variety of reasons why we're reluctant or shy to promote ourselves and our business. But from my experience, at the heart of this reticence is the fear of rejection, which in turn, of course, is coiled around that fear of not being good enough you know, on one hand, you want to promote what you do so you can gain more clients and earn more money or simply have more opportunities to do what you love. Where on the other hand, you know, there's the fear of being visible. And this, of course, brings us into the territory of that V word vulnerability. You know, if we want to be, vi- we want to be visible, but we don't want to feel vulnerable, it's a clash- classic catch-22. But if you want to have more business, raise your profile, move beyond your comfort zone, You have to develop a way to feel more comfortable even when you're uncomfortable. One of my favorite quotes in this area is by the um, actress Sophia Loren, who said, I became successful because I was willing to give up being anonymous, which I think is a great quote. Uh, Limiting beliefs and inaccurate assumptions are always going to play a part when we question our worthiness or we put off doing something that we know we should do or deep down we really want to do but here are a few ways that I use to reframe some of the common misconceptions around raising visibility. In other words, doing some self-promotion whilst at the same time managing that anxious knot that's there in your stomach. The first thing I always think is key to remember is that raising your profile is not about being arrogant or brash. It's simply being honest and helpful. You know, most people have a skewed relationship between honesty and modesty, Honesty is recognising your strengths and skills and opinions, not just acknowledging your perceived weaknesses. You know, when you speak about what you do, own it. Speak enthusiastically about how your business benefits others and how you enjoy what you do. There's nothing disingenuous or cocky about this. You're simply being factual, helpful and honest. Something else I bear in mind as well is that, you know, unless you believe in what it is you do, no one else will. Too often we're we're our own worst enemies. You know, when in reality we should be our own greatest champion, best friend, advocate and cheerleader all wrapped up in one. If you're passionate about what you do, whether it's writing, organising weddings, editing, giving massages, arranging events, coaching, doing accounts, whatever it is, speak passionately about it. Remember, people don't just buy uh, your services, they're buying you. Something else that I always try to remember when I'm promoting my business And I find this one particularly helpful, is that, you know, thinking that there are people waiting for me and waiting for the service that I provide. You know, if I don't show up, uh, they're losing out, as it were. You know, if you think about how your own life would be poorer without the many service providers that you interact with every day, you know, so if you think about the people who are missing out because they don't know about you or how you can positively impact their lives. You know, by getting more visible, you're making them aware that you have a solution or a challenge to an issue that they're facing. You know, in this area, there's always going to be resistance and those feelings of vulnerability. So sometimes we just have to accept them and learn how to dance with them. You know, every service provider, every creative soul struggles with resistance, that self-doubt, that self-critical voice, the questioning voice that's particularly active when we are when we have our toes over the edge of our comfort zone. Resistance will always be present, so we accept it, we breathe through it. You know, just as resistance training at the gym makes you stronger, working through internal resistance means that you're growing as a person, developing the muscles and resilience um, and the confidence. You know, something else when it comes to promoting yourself and visibility and dealing with vulnerability is remembering that it's not really about selling, at least that's what I tell myself, it's more about having quality conversations. We often associate sales or PR with overpromising and pushiness and manipulation. You know, no one wants that. What we do want and what we respond to favorably are quality conversations. You know, and this for me is really what sales, quote unquote sales, is really all about having purposeful conversations. You don't have to be a slick salesperson to promote your business. You just have to be positive and have meaningful conversations about what it is you do and the benefits you create for others. And of course, today, social media provides us with a new platform where new conversations can take place. The last piece around raising visibility is it goes to the heart of what you do. And it's about sharing what matters to you. You know, if you want people to know about you and what you do and the services you offer, you know, and what matters to you, you have to share it with the world. You know, you do this through conversations, the conversations you have face to face and the conversations you can have online and on social media. And what I've always found is when you share your knowledge and you're generating interest in your own work, because people begin to see you as a valuable source of information. You know, when you share and discuss what what you're passionate about, people who are passionate about the same things will find you. So there's quite an amount there under that heading of visibility and vulnerability but for me, that, that's critical when we look at the, the heart of the matter as I see it, and certainly from my own experience there two opposing factors that I always seem to be juggling. Let's have a look at a few other words that begin with the letter V, all under the heading of adding value. So we have voice and vision and then values itself. You know, if I come at this through my coaching work, you know, I frequently help clients to find their voice, you know, to discover and speak their truth, to know what they stand for, what they will tolerate, and perhaps where they've compromised too much. And sometimes this work happens at a deep, profound level where a client breaks through decades of self-limiting beliefs or lack of self-confidence. And in other instances, it's about helping them get clear as to their purpose in life. You know, So where you're at in your current life, it might be you know, you you have your own business, you're looking for ways of expanding it or to keep it going, or you might be looking to climb a career ladder, or you simply want to feel more authentic, to be more yourself in your working life. Um, And that piece around having your voice and shaping your vision and knowing your values, I think is is applicable across the board. You know, knowing what's important to you and what you want from life, working life, personal life, for me, they're the foundation blocks of fulfilment. Uh, which was a topic we touched on last week for for those of you who tune in every week. Uh, Ultimately, we all just want to feel happy and fulfilled in each aspect of our lives. You know, and if happiness and fulfillment is the cake we want to eat, you know, values are the ingredients and we each have our own individual recipe. Some great questions for uncovering values are like, you know, what's important to me about my career or my business? What do I want my working life to do for me? You know, they're questions that we can chew over for a while and our responses to them will bring to the forefront of our minds some of the criteria, some of the factors that we're looking to satisfy in our own definition of success or fulfillment. So values, of course, is something that I could do several podcasts on, but let's keep going. Perhaps in a traditional sense, if we're looking at growing a business, we would have perhaps come up with the word uh, vision. So it is, it does begin with the letter V, so I am going to touch on it today. Um, It's all based on that coaching question 101, what do I want? You know, what's your vision for your business? And so often vision is used within organisations and, you know, what comes to mind is those laminated cards with a vision or a mission statement that decorate canteen walls. That's not what I'm talking about here, you know, for me. Uh, having a clear idea as to what your business stands for and what it is you want. The term I use is North Star. You know, my North Star is what pulls me forward. It's where I'm heading. You know, just like if you think of the sailors of old navigating by the stars, they navigate the currents and the crosswinds, those daily difficulties and challenges. But it's your North Star, it's your vision for your business that, that pulls you forward. You know, and if we have an awareness of our values, those aspects or qualities in life that are important to you, you can then contemplate in, in amalgamating them within your vision or using them to fine-tune your vision. You know, so here's a few questions to maybe stimulate your thinking in this area. Uh, you know, If the world was working perfectly for you, you know, what would be happening in terms of your life or business over the next five years? What do you want? What do you want to create? You know, even further out over the next 10 years, what could be possible for you? How do you define success and what would be the evidence of that success? You know, in terms of your business or your career, what would be your equivalent of winning an Oscar? They're all questions just to stimulate our thinking in the area of values and uh, shaping our vision all businesses exist as a solution to some issue, problem, or challenge. But because solution starts with an S and not a V, I had to come up with a different word, and that word is victories. You know, in my work, many of my clients are fighting fighting wars, you know, whether that's management versus staff in a company or organisation versus competitor, you know, or as as is often the case, you know, internal wars between our inner self-critic and our inner voice of wisdom. You now, here's a few reflection questions for you in this area. You know, what are the victories that you help your clients achieve? What are the challenges that you can help your customers overcome? You know, what problems or inconveniences do potential customers have? And maybe they're not even aware of it, but that you could highlight for them and offer a solution to them. You know, sometimes we need to do a little bit of PR in this area, some subtle reminders as to the benefits uh, your customers receive when they work with you. You know, Therefore, in this regard, a useful question to reflect upon is how can I educate or re-educate my customers or my stakeholders uh, or my boss as to the value I create for them? That's a question worth contemplating. How can I educate or re-educate my stakeholders as to the value I create for them? So we're moving towards the end as I begin to run out of V words from the dictionary. Uh, The last two we're going to look at uh, is visualization and vibration. You know, for me, visualization and vibration brings us into the territory of law of attraction. You know, that concept that at the heart of that marketing phenomenon, the secret, you know, from years of study and indeed from experience in this area, I've come to realize that the gap between Where you are and where you want to be is not just a physical or a tangible gap. It starts as a visualizing or a vibrational gap. So let me take you through that a little. You know, if you think of it, everything that is created in this world started as an idea in someone's head. You know, if you look around you now, every item in your surroundings started as an idea. Maybe it's a computer, a pen, a book, a table, wallpaper, furniture, your house, and so on. You know, what you currently experience and enjoy started as a design, a plan, a strategy, a desire, and it all started in someone's head. You know, visualization is creating images in our minds. We often associate visualization with elite sports people, you know, the rugby player visualizing the perfect conversion kick or the golfer visualizing uh, their swing or the tennis player, her serve. We visualize all the time. But we tend to have a habit which is grounded in self-protection of thinking about the worst outcome. And then it's known as worry, you know, worry being the long shadow of the worst possible future that we experience in the present. Worry is also visualization, you know, so you may be in the habit of visualizing what you don't want uh, when it comes to your business. You know, your focus will be on problems, the rejections, the struggles. You know, how about just for the sake of balance, you start visualising the best case scenario, winning the contract, getting a flow of inquiries, or having a potential client express delight at your offering. One of my favourite quotes in the area of visualisation is by David Schwartz. He says, visualise yourself not as you are, but as you can be. When we harness the power of visualisation, it stimulates a positive feeling, that sense of appreciation, curiosity, excitement, Uh, Worry, of course, is negative anticipation. Excitement is positive anticipation. You know, that's why we can flip from worry to excitement about an issue in a heartbeat. You know, if I go back to the law of attraction, that positive feeling, that sensation of achievement or accomplishment, that shifts our vibration, the energy we we are emitting. And the law of attraction states that like attracts like, and this happens at a vibrational level. So let's speak about vibration for a minute, the last of the, the words that begin with the letter V for today. You know, we don't attract what we want, we attract who we are, and that means paying attention to our moods and our attitude and the energy we are emitting. In this context, I often use the analogy of radiators and plug holes. You know, radiators are people who warm you up, they're positive influences in your life, you feel a sense of possibility and motivation when you're in their company. Uh, Plug holes, on the other hand, you know, they suck the life out of you. You know, you feel drained when you're in their company. And of course, if you're seeking to take your business to, your next le- to the next level, or if you're looking to climb the career ladder, well, we sort of have to be a radiator. How do we go about shifting our energy and vibration? Well, for me, it's all back to the simple act of gratitude. Um, so if you think about that right now, you know, let's look at maybe 10 things you're grateful for in your life as it is right now, despite everything that's going on. You know, maybe in relation to your career or your work or your business, there's a few more things you can identify that you're grateful for. For me in this area, without appreciation for what is, nothing will appreciate from that if I use both definitions of the, of the word appreciation. So there we are. I realise this week I've thrown a lot at you and maybe some of the concepts we've looked at are fairly new to you. As I said at the outset, it's back to looking for new ways of adding value, whether that's in our career, our general working life, or maybe in particular, if you're your own business owner and you're looking to grow your business, to stay afloat, to find new angles for generating income, it's all about adding value. And I've taken the V from value and played with it a little, as I tend to do with words, So we looked at it from a place of visibility and vulnerability, which I often think can be um, like magnetic poles dancing with each other, Uh, finding your voice, having a little bit of a think about what your vision is based on uh, values, those ingredients that need to be present for you to feel fulfilled in your career, the victories, you know, the achievements that you help other people accrue. Uh, then the piece around visualization, which we tend to do anyway, but sometimes we're we're skewed towards negative visualization, which is worry. You know, let's do some more positive visualization to balance it out um, and bring us into the territory then of law of attraction and, and vibration and that mood or energy that comes when we focus on what it is we want as opposed to what it is we don't want. So I hope my musings this week have been of benefit and it's been worthwhile you tuning in. Uh, Thank you as ever for your ongoing support and for your comments and ratings and reviews. Uh, If you know of a friend or a colleague who might find this week's episode particularly useful, uh, do pass uh, the details on, do share it with them. um, And as ever... More information about me and my business, James Sweetman, is available on my website, jamesweetman.com. So thanks again for tuning in, and until next week.